guys, welcome to Kristen in the City podcast, a podcast where absolutely nothing is out of bounds. Every Monday, we're going to dive into some hot topics and we're going to discuss some things that we all go through. You're not alone. So grab your wine, grab your popcorn, or turn the volume up in your car because we're going to laugh, maybe even cry together because y'all know life is a lot. So I'm your host, Kristen, and let's get real. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time it is that you are tuning in, I hope y'all are having the best day ever. If you're listening right now, that also means that you're listening to my first podcast episode ever. And that's pretty dope. I think it was like maybe in what, December? Yeah, like the beginning of December, I was like, yeah, I'm going to release this podcast. It's going to be great. Doop the doop. And here we are. It's March 27th. So thank you guys for being patient with me. The world is crazy right now, let me tell you. And it wasn't just crazy recently. (laughs) My life has been a movie, I guess you could say, the most dramatic movie ever the past like five months. So this is just kind of icing on the cake, but you know, it happens. We're all going to get through this. But with that being said, I did have to put this on hold for a little bit. I had to move and um, adapt to all of these different changes. So I kind of had to put this on the back burner. But thanks for understanding, and uh, yeah, but we are now in this quarantine situation, so I'm like, sweet, I can actually get this posted. So there is a silver lining in everything, Um, but yeah, we're going to get more into my life update a little bit later, or maybe in another episode, but I want this episode in particular to just be something that you can just turn on and just chill out for a second, because people are starting to lose their noodle, (laughs) I think. It's like, I think I've yeah, I think I've been out of work now for a week and a half. And at first it was cool. I'm like, oh, I get to sleep in. I get to do what I want. I can just chill out and do absolutely nothing because, you know, life has been crazy and work hasn't stopped with life being crazy. And it typically doesn't for most people. Um, But it's really been nice to be able to slow down and just not do anything and, you know, focus on getting your mental and your emotional state right during all of this crap. So it's been nice. But now, I'm reaching a new level of boredom (laughs) and I've just been trying to keep myself busy so I don't have anxiety and I don't have worry and all this other stuff. So yeah, I just want this episode to just be something you can turn on and just chill out for a second. Put your kids in your room and have them play or just sit down and just listen. I want this to be a fun episode. I want this to be something you could be like, oh, that was nice to listen to. I just escaped for about 30 minutes. So yeah, that's what it's going to be about. I'm going to talk about a few things about what I've been doing to kind of stay sane. Also, like where my mental's at with all of this and how I kind of keep level-headed and all of that. And then we're just going to talk about what to expect uh, in these future episodes. I have been wanting to do this for so long, you guys, and it's just been kind of me that's been in my own way. Um, but I love podcasts and I was like, you know what? What's stopping me from making my own? So I'm going to talk a little bit about what to expect and kind of what I have in mind goal-wise for this episode and for this podcast and going forward. So yeah, that's what we are going to do. So I'm drinking my green smoothie right now because it makes me feel like my life is a little bit together, makes me feel a little bit healthy. Um, But on a serious note, what is going on with 2020? Like seriously, um, put it in some rice. Can we start over? I don't know. But it's like first it was Kobe. And I feel like the world was shifted because of that. And then now in this coronavirus situation, I'm like, what is happening? And 
if I think about it too long, I, I really do start to get anxious because it's just like, this is really changing not only the entire country, but the entire world. So it's a little bit unsettling to say the least. But what helps me kind of feel a little bit more level-headed and uh, less anxious is the fact that our country and the world has overcome so, 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 so much. Maybe not in our lifetime, but I mean, we all know about the things that have happened. Like the Black Plague, that killed millions of people, like millions. And thankfully, this is not like that and it will not become like that. I don't think, I don't think it will anyway. But that's one thing to think about actual world wars where people would just knock on your door and, and tell the men in the household, like, hey, like, let's go, time to go to war. And we're being asked to sit on our couch. So it puts things in a perspective and I have to think that way. I have to think logically and not emotionally. Otherwise, I start tripping, to be honest. And I think everybody has had a moment where they have felt a little bit scared. And I have felt scared. I would be lying if I said I didn't. But the thing about fear and worry is that you cannot you cannot change anything. You can't control anything. So worrying is just suffering twice. So I'm just trying to go with the flow. I really do have hope in humanity. I have hope in things getting better. And there are people out there that are so negative and it, you're, not, you're not helping yourself and you're not helping your family. So I just want people to be hopeful and just think about, hey, okay, so how can I adjust to this? The key to all this, in my opinion, is just being able to adjust emotionally and mentally. Because if you can't adjust that way, you're going to have a hard time not only dealing with a situation right now, but figuring out what you're going to do afterward. And I had a long talk with one of my friends. I was like, okay, so we have one or two choices. We can freak out and kind of just chill and wait for this to be over with, or we can have a game plan. And so I have two... To th- I think it's like maybe like two and a half pages of things that I'm going to do because of this. I'm creating a game plan for myself so that, you know, when this is all said and done, I'm not stuck out. <laughs> so I'm going to be transparent and be honest with you because I don't want people to feel like they're the only ones who are going through a struggle right now. So technically I am employed, right? I am now a real estate agent with Smart City, but it's weird because two weeks ago I put in my two weeks at Neiman Marcus And we closed down kind of like right in the middle of my notice. So, you know, thankfully I am going to get paid until my, you know, end date, which is actually today. Today would have been my last day if we weren't closed. Um, But I can't start at my new job because the offices are closed and I still have to take my real estate test and all the testing centers are closed. So, you know, I can look at this time to, you know, as, okay, I have more time to study and that is true, but my start date keeps getting pushed back and back and back because of all of this. So I'm not, as of, you know, today, I got my last paycheck today. I might have like one week on my next paycheck, but you know, whatever. But at this time, I'm not really getting any source of income. So I have to start thinking smart and kind of put my pride to the side and think like, okay, what sh- what are you going to do to, you know, pay your bills and stuff? So I am struggling right now. I you know, I'm not that person that's getting paid right now to work from home. I'm not that person that is good. Right now, I have money, you know, and I'm not going to be struggling as of yet, but who knows what's to come in the future, you know? So it's weird right now, but I have faith. I really do. And to be honest, God has never, ever failed me, ever, 
ever, ever, not even a tiny bit. Anytime I have prayed and asked for something, he has given it to me. Um, maybe not in my timing, but in his timing. And everything always just works out. That's what that's what life is about. Things are hard and people's journeys are hard. But you know what? I just look at this as a, another chapter in my testimony. I love to speak truth and to speak good things out to people because life is way too short and it is way too valuable to just sit here and be negative all the time and think of all the bad because I, t- I will tell you there is more good about life than there are bad. Like, it's true. So it's it's a pivotal time for everybody right now, you guys. And don't let this consume you. Don't let Don't curl up in a ball and don't let this consume you. Because if you do, you're missing out on some of some great things that could happen when this is over with. So have a game plan. What are some of your strengths that you can use to, you know, further society? Because right now we're in a rut and we need people that are creative. We need people who have a vision to get this going again. So open up a journal and start writing down your thoughts. Because look, this is a time that businesses are going to start booming after this is done. And I don't want anybody to have their great ideas left just kind of on the table because they were uh, consumed with worry and anxiety. I don't think it's a secret that life is going to be different after this, but it doesn't have to be in a bad way. We are going to adjust and we are going to get right back to normal and um, everything will be okay. And I have faith in that. So just keep praying on that, you guys. If you are a believer, keep praying for health, keep praying for clarity That has been my main prayer lately is just clarity. Lord, like, please just help me understand and see the silver linings of the situation. So with that being said, you know, we have a lot of free time that we typically don't have. And for me, the hardest part or the weirdest part is waking up and being like, okay, well, what are we going to do today? Like, I typically don't have this much free time. I'm usually always working. So um, I've been waking up like at noon, which is so bad, but I've been going to sleep at like three or four o'clock in the morning, just doing nothing. So I'm like nocturnal at this point. <laughs> is anybody else like that? Like it's so bad, but I don't have any kids and I don't, I don't have anything to do and I don't really have any responsibilities right now. So it's really, really strange, but I'm going to be honest. I have been slacking with my time with God. And if you know me, you know that I'm a huge believer. I trust in God 110%, even when I am off track. But something about spending time with him and being in the word 24-7 brings me personally a abundance amount of peace. Like, I can't even explain it to you. But I have been slacking. And it's crazy because I, I think back and I'm like, how long has it been since I have just been kind of doing my own thing and not relying on him 100%? And it's like... I would say eight or nine months, you guys. And that's super embarrassing for me to say, but I have always been 100% transparent on my journey with God and where I've come from and the things that I struggle with. I've been pretty open about that because it is so important as a believer to make sure people understand that you are not perfect and you're far from it. (laughs) Because I am, you guys. And I know that you are too if you're a believer. We all slip up. We all have highs and we have lows. But the most important part about all of it and like, the gospel within itself is just knowing that no matter how far away you stray, God is going to be there right right there for you like you never left. And that's just the whole point of it all. And it is kind of, it's humbling and it kind of makes me feel like crap, to be honest, that I can abandon him and not rely on him. And, you know, I can just come back and be like, all right, God, I'm back. 
but in reality, that's what a father does. Like a father can be disappointed in your decisions and all that stuff, but he's still going to love you. Right. Um, but yesterday, and it was just yesterday, but I woke up and I just felt the kind of need to just talk to him a little bit because it's been a long time since I've sat there and just intentionally prayed, um, just about everything in my life, you know? So I just was like, Hey God. (laughs) And that's how I start off every prayer is, Hey God, like this is what's on my mind. This is what I've been struggling with. And, uh, you know, it's weird because every single time I pray, he answers me. And it might not be in my timing or right at that very second, but it just always is so apparent to me that he's listening to me. He cares. He and he is right there for me. So I kind of just like kind of spilled what was on my brain about all of this and my anxiety and my worry. And I really just prayed mostly for clarity. Like I want to see clear through all this. I want to uh, depend on Christ and not on humans and not on the news. Like none of that. I don't want to listen to it. I want to listen to something way higher than that. So that was my prayer. And I just asked for him to just please help me stay motivated to stay on track. Get back in the word. Start listening to old, you know, messages from my church and the porch and all that stuff. And man, I can't explain to you. I am okay. I feel 100% at peace. I have no worry or anxiety anymore. And it's like, all right, God, why are you so faithful to me? Like, what is it about me (laughs) that you're so faithful to me when I am so 100% undeserving? So if you haven't prayed in a while, or if you haven't spent time with him, I encourage you to do so. And for me, I'm not going to lie. The reason why sometimes I take a lot of time away from prayer and I don't do it is because I'm going to have to kind of fess up and admit some things that I've been slipping on. And nobody likes to admit when they're wrong. Nobody likes to sit there and just openly admit where they've been, you know, tripping. And I've been tripping to, to say the least. Like I haven't been in the word. I just haven't I haven't been spending my time wisely and um, yeah, no more of that. So this time that I have, <laughs> this extra time I have, I've been spending in the word and I've just really kind of been spending intentional time with him and I hope I stay um, you know, consistent with it because it really has helped me feel a lot more at peace, a lot more joyful. So I encourage you guys, if it's been a while since you've talked to God, just because you don't really want to admit some of your wrongdoings, just put that pride aside because look, the way that you feel after you have a good talk with God, you can't, you can't beat it. So if you're looking for some resources to kind of just get back on track with that, um, I would say first and foremost, whip that Bible out. You know, it dusts the dust off of it. We have all been there. My Bible has had dust on it. It is okay. It does not change what's on the inside. And just open it up and start reading. There is so much truth in it, you guys. It's so weird, like how it was written thousands of years ago, but it's still relevant to the things that are going on now. It just blows my mind. Um, but yeah, start there. Secondly, I would say just to hop onto the porch app. They have, you know, they have an app where you can go online and just start watching and listening to the old messages. Because if you don't know, the porch is a ministry that is specifically for people in their twenties and like thirties. So young adults. Um, but it has a lot of relevancy to things that we're going through. It is no secret that (laughs) we live a little bit of different, uh, we live in different times than our parents did. So they really do a good job about making the messages that have relevancy to our lives now. So they incorporate social media and pressure about, you know, being successful and, you know, sexuality and lust and all that stuff. So they do a really good job about covering those kind of topics. So thirdly, I would just say to get on Amazon and search Bible studies. There are so many things on there. So if you want to study specific books of the Bible, there's that on there. Uh, Women's Bible studies are on there. Men's, just so many different things. So hop on there. 
uh, use that Amazon Prime account one more time because I know that I've been going crazy with Prime and I know I'm not the only one. I know that there's more Prime, uh, you know, addicts out there like me. But yeah, whatever you believe in, it doesn't have to be Christianity. If you believe more so in the universe and the energy and that kind of thing, do that. If you believe in Buddhism, believe in that. Just whatever you believe in, make that your core because that is going to keep you grounded and rooted and all of that. But for me, that's Jesus. <laughs> he, that's Jesus for me. He keeps me grounded. Um, but yeah, whatever you believe in, just, just use that as a way to stay sane. So that's how I've been kind of starting my mornings and uh, kind of just, you know, reading truth and spending time with God. And that's really been, that's really been helping me, to be honest with you. It's helped a ton. So yeah, other than that, um, I have been working out every day and I think it's really crappy. <laughs> so a week before all this happened, right before it all, everything started shutting down, I was going to the gym every day for two weeks. Okay. I got back on my health journey, started eating right again, started going hard in the gym. And then what do you know? The gym closed. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm getting tired of y'all. I'm getting tired of 2020. Right when I started to get my crap together, all of this started happening. So I have been trying to incorporate at-home workouts. It's hard, you guys. And I already kind of don't like going to the gym. Like, I like it when I get there and I start going. But the whole initiating and driving to the gym, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. I'd rather just be chilling right now. Um, but it's been hard doing at-home stuff because it's not motivating. Like, it's at my house. I could just kind of take two more steps and just hop my butt on the couch and watch Scandal and eat popcorn and drink wine. But no, I have to work out. But I've been trying to make it fun. I've been following a lot of different um, like athletes and stuff like that on social media and they've been posting some pretty bomb workouts. So if you're one of those people, thank you so much <laughs> for posting workouts because I could not do it on my own. Um, but yeah, I've been working out and just trying to make it fun. I've been trying to make it fun. It hasn't been fun. It feels good and stuff, but I just want the gym to be open again. And I never in a million years thought I would be saying that to be honest. I'm like, I want the gym to be open again. Like I miss the sauna. I miss the gym. I miss lifting. I miss sweating. Like I just miss all of that. I miss everything. I miss everything outside. I miss brunch. I want to start crying in a minute. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's, I've been trying to kind of just stay active and get my, get my body moving and Man, it's it's been tough. So if you're working out at home too, I feel you. And uh, yeah, it's been tough. In addition to that, I've just been, you know, hanging out. I've been blasting my music like all the way up. Every five seconds, I'm like, hey, Alexa, play Chris Brown on Pandora Radio. Or hey, Alexa, play Ty Dolla Sign. Or hey, Alexa, play Elevation Worship or Hillsong United. Like my Alexa has been my best friend because... I cannot live in silence. Like I have to have something going on playing in the background. So music has been my go-to. I've been, <laughs> I hope no one looks through my windows during the day because I'm dancing pretty much 24 seven being weird. Um, but when you're by yourself, like all the time, you start doing some weird stuff and your true color starts coming out and whatever that looks like for you. Hey, no judgment because I've been doing some weird stuff in the kitchen, cooking and all that stuff. Um, but on to cooking, as you know, I love cooking. It is my favorite hobby. I love it. So I've been able to cook more, which is cool. Um, I actually decided that I'm going to get on live. I think it's going to be tonight, actually. But I'm going to get on live, and I'm just going to cook a really bougie meal and kind of interact with you guys and kind of just escape from reality for a bit 
and cook. It's so peaceful to me. It brings me a lot of joy. So I'm going to do that. But I've been cooking. I've just kind of been trying. I've been trying to stay busy. And so um, I'm really eager to hear kind of like what y'all have been doing or uh, to keep your mind sane and to kind of uh, make time go by. I know that you guys that have been working kind of during the day uh, are working and so you're kind of just chilling at home, but I've been seeing that y'all have been enjoying that. Like a few of my friends are working from home and they're living their best lives. And this just goes to show like you can work at home. They just want us to be miserable at the office. Like I see y'all, major corporations, I see y'all. But yeah, um, this time to slow down, even though it's been rough for everybody, especially those of you with kids. I have a couple of my friends with kids and they're just like, I'm going crazy. Um, but yeah, I think that there is some silver lining in this. I think that there are some really great things that are going to come out of this. Um, it's forced us to slow down. And I think as Americans in general, we don't understand how busy we are all the time. We're go, go, go. You know, we don't ever have a chance or an opportunity just to kind of be like, <sighs> like even on vacation, we're go, go, go all the time, like on this itinerary and everything. And I'm just like, you know what? This time has really taught me just to see how many things and how many blessings that I have because they're abundant. I am so blessed. It's not even funny. It kind of, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, man, it kind of makes me emotional because I know that this is not as easy for everybody. Um, I know that there are people out there who are really trying to figure out how they're going to feed their kids or um, there are many people who have lost their jobs. It's just it's just so crazy to me that I don't have to necessarily worry like that right now. Um, and especially if you have kids, like it's scary not knowing what's to come for them and, you know, them growing up in a time like this where like this is going to be embedded in history and it's just so weird. But so I came across this on Facebook yesterday and I wanted to share it with y'all because it is so, so good. It's like the most, I don't know, real thing I've ever read in my life. Um, but it says... 3.28 million Americans applied for unemployment just last week. The record for highest number of unemployment claims in U.S. came back in October 1982 with 695,000. California alone is at 100,000 per day. Here's my suggestion for those who are getting laid off. There will be three groups going through these strange times. One, those who rely on the money coming in from the $2.2 trillion stimulus package to bail them out. Two, those who develop bad habits during these times that'll make it tougher to recover when this goes away. Three, those who pivot and anticipate what to do once things clear up. Yeah, so those are the three. And it says the biggest factor here is to know that those who are able to pivot and anticipate these times will be protected long-term. What do I mean by this? One, this won't be the last time we'll experience something like this. Two, you have to come up with an insurance policy during a time like this to protect yourself. What do I mean by insurance policy? I don't mean life insurance. I don't mean auto insurance. I don't mean homeowner's insurance. You need income protection insurance, a way to protect your income from taking a hit. And not just about having savings, but a method of continuing income without relying on the government to support you. I mean a skill set that can protect during the next black swan. One, you must learn how to make money using technology. Zoom, webinars, three-way calls, FaceTime, technology, IT. Two, you have to learn the skill set of selling during these times if you're forced to stay at home. Three, you need to decide what kind of product or service you can sell during times like these. 
even if it's a part-time gig you have that you can tap into during times like this to protect against a big loss in your income. The best insurance policy is not the government, not your parents, not your company, not your states, not your spouse. It's a skill that can make money regardless of how the conditions are. You are your own best insurance policy. Oh my gosh, that is like the realest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I just wanted to kind of circle back around to when I said that start brainstorming something for real because this put into perspective, like for me personally, I'll have money for a while, but hopefully it's enough to last me. Like, I mean, who knows how long this is going to go, but now I realize how important it is to make sure that you're getting um, multiple amounts of income. So it's important just use this time if you can to start brainstorming some different ideas because the article is true. But anyway, on a lighter note, I feel like we've talked about Miss Corona herself for a while, but um, I kind of want to talk to you guys about this, this podcast in general. And I decided to do this because, you know, as you know, I love talking. I can talk to a brick wall. Uh, communication has never been something that I struggle with. And um, I've never really been good in front of like cameras and stuff. So YouTube has never really been something like, I mean, I've thought about it, but I'm just not good in front of camera. I don't feel like I photograph well. I don't feel like I video well. I just feel like I'm just not good in front of the camera. But if, if we're talking about talking, like, heck yeah, like hop me on a podcast and we're good to go. Uh, but you know, and it's even before this whole coronavirus situation has been going on, life is tough anyway. Like we all have kids, we have jobs. I mean, I don't have kids, y'all have kids, <laughs> um, but no, I, life is hard. And so I just want this podcast to be a place where people can just chill out, escape from reality, laugh a little bit and kind of just chill out, you know? And, um, that's what podcasts are for me. I'll be around the house cooking or in the car and I'll just listen to a podcast and it just kind of makes me happy. And uh, I think the number one thing that a lot of platforms are missing is like authenticity, to be honest with you. Like, you know, we all scroll through Instagram and Twitter and stuff and people are just so freaking phony. It just blows my mind. I'm like, do people not understand that there are some people who know you in real life, like quit doing that. Um, But I've always kind of prided myself in being authentic. So I want this to be a place where there, like, there's nothing out of bounds. Like I want to talk about controversial topics. I want to talk about uh, things that people don't talk about. And, you know, everybody has opinions. And it's like, if you have one that differs from somebody else, it's like all hell breaks loose. And I don't want it to be like that anymore. Like people can be different. If we were all the same, that would be boring as shit. I just cussed, but it really would be boring as shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and I want to bring guest speakers on here. Like I want to have my friends come on here. I want to have, I want to have a dude come on here and like, let's talk about like the different kind of roles and the struggles that each one of us face. Like how cool would that be? So really the sky is the limit and who actually knows what we'll end up talking about. Like it might get wild. Regardless of all that, it's going to be super fun. I'm super excited to like see the reactions of, uh, people that are listening. So it's going to be fun, but I do uh, want to make sure that y'all know I do have an Instagram page. It's obviously Kristen in the city. Um, that's where I'm going to be communicating with you guys and kind of asking what y'all want to see next. I will be doing more giveaways. I did a giveaway back in December. <laughs> um, but it was really cool just to kind of send those things out to the winner and going on live and announcing the winner. So I will be doing more of those as you know, the audience grows and all of that. So be looking forward to that. Um, who knows? I might like see if I can drag an ex on here or something and just talk about relationship stuff. I mean, I'm cool with pretty much all my exes. So 
uh, yeah, that'll be cool. <laughs> but let's see if they'll actually be down to do that. Doubt it. Um, but anyway, I figured I would wrap this episode up with just some fun get to know me questions. Uh, so the first one I came across was what is the dumbest way that you've been injured? And y'all, this is the funniest, most painful thing that I have ever, <laughs> I have ever experienced in life, but I'm going to tell y'all cause I don't care. Um, so one night I went to a friend's wedding at the jewel in Dallas. It was beautiful. Um, but with that, there was an open bar and, uh, your girl had a little bit too much to drink and, I don't typically overindulge in alcohol just because I hate the way it makes me feel, but I am a champagne lover, and let me tell you, they had that back behind the bar, and I was like, bring me another one, bring me another one, thank you, I'll take this one, thank you, bye, and I just had so much champagne, but hey, I, you know, whatever, Um, but my ex ended up having to drive back, and uh, we got back to the apartment, and I kind of lived in an apartment where everything was like inside, so we took the elevator up. I took my shoes off because that seems to be the very first thing that girls do when they get drunk is take their shoes off. Couldn't tell you. Uh, but anyway, we get off the elevator and I lived kind of like halfway down the hallway, which is a good, which is a good distance. And I turned to him and I was like, bet you $10 that I'll, that I'll win if I race you to the door. And so I just like took off. Right. And you know, sometimes I like to think back to my glory days in track. I was super fast and I'm like, you know what? This is a time to redeem myself. Like, let's get going. And so I just took off sprinting. Like, I don't, what was wrong with me? I was sprinting. Like I wasn't even just like playfully running. Like I was chopping. Right. And so I'm running and he starts running and we're like halfway there to the door and out of nowhere, I don't know what happened. I fell. Like, I don't know if my feet were moving faster than my brain could comprehend because I was lit, but I fell. And not only did I fall, I like skidded across the carpet (laughs) I swear to you, I kind of wanted to like go to the office and be like, can I please request the video footage from the hallway? (laughs) But okay, I fell. And even though I was pretty drunk, I could tell how bad of a carpet burn that I got on my leg. Like I was like, oh God. It was one of those things where I knew that I was hurt so bad that I like was wanting to cry, but I was laughing. So he helped me up and we got back in the apartment and I looked at my leg and carpet burns don't look too terrible. Like when they first happen, it kind of just looks like your skin's rubbed off. Like it kind of, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but it started burning so bad. Like I was like, this is so bad. Um, so I had to grab a bag of like frozen vegetables and like hair tie it around my leg because it was, I was in so much pain. Um, but I woke up the next morning and I have never seen anything like this. in my life. It was so bad. Like, I don't know. It looked like I had wrecked on a motorcycle, to be honest with you. Like it got my leg, my ankle, it got the tops of my toes. It got my other knee. And for a week, y'all, I was, I could barely walk. Like, I'm not kidding. I could, oh, it was so bad. And every single time I got up, like it ripped the scab open and you guys, I think that was, that was months and months. That was four or five months ago. And I have a scar on my leg from a freaking carpet burn. I almost said the F word, but yeah, that's the dumbest way that I have injured myself. And, uh, yeah, so don't, don't relive your track days and, um, be drinking champagne the whole night because it will end up really, really bad. God, I'm stupid. Okay. So next question, I'm still laughing for that. <laughs> Okay, so the next question is, what is the most awkward thing that happens to you on a regular basis? And y'all, I don't know what, I guess my body's just trash because I just realized this is kind of correlated, but I roll my ankle all the time. Like, 
I don't know why my right ankle is like jello or something because I could just be walking on a flat surface. Nothing's in my way. I'm wearing flat shoes and my ankle just is like, nope, and it just rolls. <laughs> I don't know why. Like all of my close friends know that I roll my ankle all the time. It is stupid. Like I don't understand why it happens. And embarrassingly enough, it usually happens more so when I'm in flats, like when I'm, you know, wearing tennis shoes or sandals, I walk better in heels. So that's strange, but I roll my ankle all the time and I don't get it. But if I'm ever around you and I roll my ankle and I just start casually acting like nothing happened, it's because it happens so many times. Uh, But my right ankle is really terrible. I've injured it like constantly when I was doing cheer. So that's probably where my ankle is like, you know what? I've about had enough of you. So we're just going to go ahead and give out. (laughs) So yeah, that's something that I do all the time. That's super embarrassing, but it's fine. Okay. So next question is, is what is the most awkward or funny thing that has ever happened to you on a date? (laughs) Y'all, before I tell y'all this story, y'all cannot judge me. Like this was three years ago, I think. And it was old Kristen, but I don't care what anybody says. This is the funniest thing that has ever happened in my life. Like pure finesse mode. Um, but I was talking to this guy for a little bit. Like it wasn't, we were just going on dates and going to dinner and stuff like that, but he was cool. I enjoyed his company. And one night he was like, Hey, like, let's go out for dinner and like, let's go do something afterward. And I was like, yeah, sounds good. So I, I said, yeah. And, uh, a few hours later, however, my friends, we were all in a group chat Um, and we were like, Hey girls night, like, let's go out. Let's go do something. Like, let's go out. And I was like, Oh yes. Like finally, but wait a second. I just told this dude I was going to go out on a date with him. Uh, like what's happening. So, um, (laughs) yeah. So we're putting our thinking caps on and thinking about what we're going to do and, uh, to say, or to get me out of this date. And so I told him, I was like, Hey, like it's, uh, it's my friend's birthday. And this was a Tuesday night, by the way, like it wasn't the weekend. It's a Tuesday night. And I told him, I was like, hey, like my friend, her birthday is this weekend, but this is the only night she can go out because her kids, uh, she has her kids this weekend. So uh, like, I think that I should go and, you know, celebrate my friend's birthday. And he was like, yeah, like that sounds cool. Like, like let's, I'll go out with y'all and like, let's do bottle service. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And I said, I called, like I FaceTimed my friend that I was, you know, telling him it was her birthday. And I was like, all right we got to fake a birthday. Like it's got to be your birthday. It was nowhere near her birthday. I swear to you. And so I was like, yeah, we're gonna have to fake a birthday y'all. So my bad, but I mean, we're getting bottle service. So it's cool. So, uh, we all, oh my God, this is so terrible. We all go out and we went to, I'm you know what? I'm not even going to say where we went to because I just don't want this to seem so obvious. I don't think he's going to listen to this, but, um, yeah. So we went out and, he gets bottle service and everything. And we had the most fun night ever. And all on our social media, we were like, happy birthday. I don't want to say your name because I don't know if she wants that out there. But I was like, we all, it was, and everyone was telling her happy birthday through social media. And it wasn't even that. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it really was a fun night. So yeah, that's the most awkward thing that's happened is because I tried to lie to get myself out of a day and then it bit me in the butt. But hey, it ended up being a great night. Um, so if you're the guy that this happened to and you're listening, I'm so sorry. You're still really cool and, you know, you're a good guy. And, uh, but it was a fun night. So you know, it's all good. Oh my God. It's so embarrassing, but it was, yeah, that was something, wasn't it? <laughs> and if you're one of my friends that was a part of that night and you're listening right now, you're probably laughing your ass off. So you're welcome. Oh, that was, that was good. <laughs> that actually made my eyes water. 
Um, so next question is, what is the weirdest thing that you find attractive in somebody? I mean, I don't really think it's necessarily weird, but I have to be able to have an intellectual conversation with you. Like if I feel like you're just surface level and you don't have like the ability to be deep or be, um, I don't know, just stimulating, then I'm not going to vibe with you. Like I love people who can hang with me on an intellectual level. I want to be able to talk about deep things and like pick your mind. And if you're not on that same wavelength, I'm just not, I I just, I just can't. Um, and so that's probably why I'm still single is because people just seem to be very surface level and, uh, you know, they're kind of phony. I don't know. They just, they're just kind of, and I want to have like that deep conversation. Like I want to be able to sit in the car with you for hours and just talk about random stuff like aliens (laughs) and just things like that. You know what I mean? So, I have to have that in somebody. Okay, so next question is, is what is your most embarrassing childhood memory? (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, I think I was in the seventh grade and yeah, sixth or seventh. Yeah, I think it was seventh grade. And we had a sports banquet at the school. So it was like if you played volleyball, whatever. Um, So we were all there and we were in the middle of the ceremony. And so we took a break and all of us girls that, you know, I was friends with went to the bathroom because that's what we do. And uh, anyways, so this was when Pop Lock and Drop It was like the most amazing song of life. Like it was an anthem. (laughs) And so it was like, it was a thing, right? Um, But all of us little white girls were like scared to do it. Okay, like we're like, oh, it's like, I don't know. It looks kind of hard, you know, like we have to Pop Lock and drop it and then come back up. Like, you know, we have to make it look cute, right? And so everybody was like, Kristen, do it. Like, we know you know how to do it because I always had a little bit of extra flavor, if you know what I mean. But everyone was like, Kristen, do it. Like, we want to see it. We, we want to see it. And so I was like, you know what? All right, I'll pop lock and drop it. No big deal. Let's do it. And so somebody pulled out their pink razor <laughs> and played it on their phone. And so I popped, I locked, and I dropped it. And that shit looked a little bit cute. You know, I'm in the seventh grade. I'm thinking I'm, you know, doing something. Well, when I went down, I ripped my pants. <laughs> I ripped my freaking pants. Like, what the hell? And it was like a clear rip noise. And all of us just started busting out laughing. I mean, it was like we just, I don't know, we just all died. And so I'm sitting here like, well, I got a whole rip in my pants. And how do I explain this one? Like, yeah, um, sorry, mom, but I pop locked and dropped it in the bathroom to a song that you definitely don't want me listening to. And uh, here I am. And yeah, so uh, we're all like laughing. But I'm like, you guys, like, we have to go back out there. My pants are ripped. Like, what's happening? And so somebody gave me their jacket to tie around my waist. And I had to explain to my mother that I, I pop locked and dropped it a little too hard, you know, so yeah, that's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me, but it was funny. And so I think, I mean, if you're listening to this, I think Nicole, Haley, some other people were in there, but that was like the funniest thing that has ever happened to me. But yeah, so uh, be careful if you're wearing tight pants, don't pop lock and drop it too hard because it, it, you know, it'll happen. <laughs> okay, so next question is, is, what is the worst pickup line that you have ever been given? And I don't really know if this is a pickup line or not. However, uh, back in my wild days, when I used to go to the strip club all the time, don't ask any questions. It was weird for me too. <laughs> but anyway, I was coming out of the strip club and this guy comes up to me and low key, he was pretty attractive. I'm not going to lie. So when he first came to me, I was like, hello. <laughs> um, but he was like, Hey, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. Like y'all have a fun, y'all have a good night. And he was like, yeah, he's like, I have a question. And I was like, yeah, like, what's up? He was like, can you do me a favor? And I'm like, it kind of depends on what you're asking, but like, what's up? 
and he said, so I need to, uh, I need somebody's banking account that I can put this $3,500 into. And I was like, um, um, uh, what? And he was like, yeah, I, I need somebody's bank account to put this $3,500 in. And I'm like, oh, so you're trying to scam, <laughs> like straight up. And he was like, no, 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 no. I just, I just don't have a banking account. And I'm like, you don't have a banking account. Or is it that you have a banking account but don't want your fraudulent scam money to be put into your account, so you're going to put it into mine? And, I was, and he was like, he started laughing. I'm like, does that actually work? Like, does that actually work on people? Like, for real? And I was like, he was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you know what I mean. I'm like, I'm just, I'm not, you know, I don't think any differently of you, but I'm just curious as to if that really works on females. Like, do y'all actually fall for that? And he was like, yeah, actually, like, yeah, they do. And I'm like, what the hell? Y'all females and really dudes too that I just, he really expected me just to be like, yeah, you can put $3,500 in my account. So yeah, I think that's like the worst pickup line or move, I guess, is yeah, he tried to use me to scam. So yeah, welcome to Dallas, Texas, I guess, but yeah, nah. Well, now that y'all know some crazy details of my life, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you laughed. I hope that, you know, during this quarantine, you maybe have gotten some ideas on things to do during your daily routine, just to kind of switch it up a little bit. But here's a reminder, please stay home. Um, the faster that everyone realizes that staying indoors will get us back to normal programming, the faster that we can go back to normal life. So stay indoors, stay sane, and just try to take it day by day. We will be over this in no time. Um, but yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed it. And I'm really looking forward to the future podcast episodes that I record and kind of just getting to know y'all more and communicating with y'all. Um, it's going to be super fun. So I hope y'all have an amazing week. Uh, let me know if there's anything that you want to hear and I will see and hear from y'all very, very soon. Love y'all. Bye.